Welcome to Branding Your Real Estate. This is your host, Corinne King, and thank you so much for tuning in and joining me for today's podcast. So Branding Your Real Estate was brought to you by a real estate agent for real estate agents to give you inspiration, motivation, and ideas to help you improve your business, your brand, and most importantly, you as a real estate professional. So today, we are touching on how to be productive in your slow season. This podcast was inspired by my amazing graphic designer who built my logo, Karima, and I'm not going to try and say her last name um, because I don't think I can pronounce it, but her podcast is Creative Minds Think Alike, and she has a lot of great information in there if you ever want to take a listen. Some of her stuff is geared towards more graphic designers and that realm of business. But trust me, there's a ton to take away for us realtors. Um, So anyways, yes, she did a podcast about this. I was a little bit more geared to her um, type of business and, you know, followers of hers who are also in that same type of business. And coincidentally, at the same time, before I even listened to this podcast, I reached out to my team. I noticed things have kind of slowed down. And I said, hey, why don't we get together this week so we can sit down and really talk about what areas we can focus on right now during our slow season so we can be productive to really set ourselves up for success uh, when that busy season comes. So keep on listening. We'll get into that. And hopefully you have some takeaways that you can literally take with you, put into action by the end of this podcast. So I don't know about anyone else that's coming out of, we'll call it the busy season. Um, But the faster you were going, the harder it is to slow down. And for me, I've never been good at slowing down. So I didn't allow myself that time of rest and reset. And really it's because I would get anxiety from slowing down because my body and mind Uh, was so used to going 120 miles per hour that if I wasn't this crazy busy self, I felt like I wasn't being productive. I felt like I was missing something. I felt like I was missing out on business. And really, if you think about it, let's just compare ourselves to a car. Imagine a car driving as fast as it can possibly go forever. It's not going to. It has to actually go into the shop. It has to slow down to get there. And mentally, I have to prepare myself for that. And first, let myself know it's okay to slow down and we all have seasons. And forever, for as long as I've been doing this business, and I work for someone who goes 120 miles per hour, 24-7 all the time, and that's just the way that she's built. I'm not sure how she feels inside, if, if she feels that she needs that reset or if she has anxiety. Um, But I don't think she's given herself at all any time to really do many resets because she's used to going 120 miles per hour all the time. But I know for me, I was following that example. And I'll tell you, my mind is a disaster. My stress is through the roof. I'm not happy. I have no joy. And I realize it's okay to slow down. And I can be productive during this time. And productive versus busy, I talk about this a lot. During busy season, we are literally busy. And everything around us is taking control of our life rather than us taking control of it. So 
Your mind, body, and heart needs a reset, needs a reboot, needs a cleanup. And you know what? So does your business. I know when we are so insanely busy that our files get a little bit messy, that our CRM system is behind or we haven't updated it. Like I need to go through my CRM system and update everything that I've closed and update the groups that I have my contacts in. I don't know if that makes any sense to anyone, but anyone who has a very robust CRM system probably knows what I'm talking about. So that's just one example, but here's number one, and we're gonna start there, which I already kinda got into it. Number one, to be productive during your slow season is actually to embrace it. Embrace the slow season, rest, reset, play, enjoy life, go on vacation. Try to plan in the future your vacations during your slow season. And most places, these slow seasons are pretty consistent. Um, and you kind of can anticipate them coming up. Um, I know for me, and I noticed this in corporate one time, and this is where I realized rest and reset is so darn important. I was working myself to the bone because I'm a workaholic, and that's what I do. Um, and I went on vacation literally with like no work. I went out west, spent time with my brother. And I spent a lot of time with nature and went hiking, and it was a complete mind-body reset. And when I came back to work, I had a little pep in my step, actually a lot of pep in my step. And I had people going like, I don't know what's going on with you, but you have this amazing energy about you, and you're just producing so much higher, and the quality that you're putting out there, like, what did you do? And I was like, I just went on vacation. And that to me signaled, holy moly, we need to let ourselves have this reset and have this um, rest and have time to play and enjoy life. Because remember, our business should be supporting a life that we love. And if we aren't living a life that we love, we're going to be resentful. And when you're run down and when you're resentful, I promise you, you just aren't going to show up as well. So I really want you to let yourself know that it's okay to take a break, that it's okay to reset because you are going to come back a hundred times stronger when you need to. But if you don't, you're going to continue just knocking yourself down and exhausting yourself that eventually you're going to explode. (laughs) That makes any sense. So please, number one, just sit back, relax, and reset. Before going on to number two of what you can do to maximize the productivity in your slow season, I want to take a step back. And I wish I ended the first part of number one, embracing the calm with this. But before going forward, I really want to harp on this. That depending on what you need for you and your life, if literally all you want to do right now is embrace the calm, and do nothing and, you know, just take care of you and really focus on a reset for your mind, body, and soul and all of that, then just do that. We're about to get into some productivity activities. That's a, that's a tongue twister. Productivity activities. Try and say that. We're going to get into some real activities that you can do that will be very productive for your business and be very lucrative and get you ready for the next season. And if you are in a place to do that, absolutely go for it. But what's most important is taking care of you. And if you just rocked it this past season and you need that reset and you need to take a step back, that is more important than everything. 
You are the most important asset to your real estate business. I want you to repeat after me. Say, I am the most important asset to my real estate business. So that means that taking care of you and your well-being is more important than anything else. So if you feel like you can't go on and do the rest of the things and you really need that break, don't feel bad about it. Don't feel like you still have to go, 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 go. It's okay. All right. Now that I got that out of the way, because I didn't want you to feel like you had to keep giving so much more and you're sitting over there like, Corinne, I can't do any more right now. I just literally want to put my feet up, go sit on a beach, go get a massage, drink margaritas. That's all I want to do. I don't want to do any work right now. So anyways, we're moving on to the next one. And I do suggest doing it in this order. Like I said, embrace the calm and then number two. I say number one and number two. Number two is audit your business. Do those first. The rest after this, you can do in whatever order you want. But first, take care of you and then audit your business. So that means just reflect. Take time to sit down and look back on the season you just had and really look at and evaluate all the work that you've done. Look at what worked, what didn't work, and if you need to pivot your business and where and what areas do you need to pivot your business. So really take the time to go back through there and see where the joy is and where the pain points were and what was messy. And this will help us going forward um, here in a moment if you keep listening. So yes, take the time, reflect, audit, figure out what worked, what didn't work. And this a lot of times goes into reviewing any marketing that you've done. I feel like this is where we spend a lot of time and a lot of our money. And a lot of the time, if you don't take time to audit those areas of your business, you'll find that you're just going to keep doing the same thing over and over and getting the same results, which could not, which might not be good results. Or you might be able to capitalize on something that does have decent re- results and make it better. So really taking the time to reflect is not a waste of time. It will save you money and save you time in the future and ultimately make you more money. So you did your audit. Now you can move forward. And the next one I have on the list is cleaning up your systems, your files, your processes, your procedures. And one thing I like to start with is like the purge, right? Just... First, I just like throw things out. And whenever I clean my house, that's where I start. I start just throwing everything away. And that's the same thing for me when it comes to cleaning up files or fixing systems. And I want to go back to the audit. If you did the audit or when you go back and do the audit and you go through all of your marketing efforts, if you've done something for six months and really you aren't seeing a return or you aren't seeing engagement from your audience, you need to pivot or you need to purge. So the pivot or purge, I don't know, I just came up with that, I kinda like it. So pivot or purge, you might need to, you know, for example, let me go here, I was posting on Instagram every day, but I wasn't really seeing engagement or involvement or getting leads. Rather than just purging this from my to-do list, I decided to pivot and be a bit more intentional, read up a little bit on Instagram, and realize what I need to do to get that engagement. As of today, I put a post up and I decided to do a carousel with a market update. Within five minutes, someone reached out asking about the market. 
So pivot or purge, make that decision. And if you've done a marketing campaign, I've done marketing campaigns that were so much fun, but there was no return. And the amount of time and effort I was putting into this one campaign that maybe got us a little bit of brand awareness, but I wasn't able to actually follow those efforts back and see what my return was, I decided to eliminate them. They were taking up too much time, even though I thought it was a brilliant, great idea, super creative, no one else was doing it. I was thinking outside of the box, but I wasn't getting the return on my time. So I purged it, I eliminated it, I got rid of it. And also, go through your systems and your files. So, here are some things that I know that I'll be doing. Cleaning up my Canva account. (laughs) So, Anyone else that has Canva, you probably do, especially if you're in real estate because you should have it. It's really awesome. So Canva graphic designs, and I have so many that are irrelevant that I'm not reusing that was a one-time use. I need to go through and delete and clean that up. That's just one example. Maybe cleaning up your phone. So I use my phone for a lot of lifestyle photography, videos. Um, A lot of our photography, I know, shocking, a lot of our photography for our listings and a lot of those listings we've sold. Or maybe those lifestyle photos I need to put into a file and put into a Google Drive and share with the rest of my team, but I haven't yet moved those over. So that can be another version of cleaning up my files and cleaning up my systems. Um, And literally just going through my physical files. Well, my physical are all online now, so all my e-files, but I share a Google Drive with my team. So we kind of have to be organized because anyone from our team needs to be able to get into these files. But still, I could probably spend about 10 to 15 minutes just cleaning that up. Also, your CRM system, your customer relationship management system. I'm sure if you just came out of a busy season, you are backed up on putting people in there or updating their profile. So carve out a day to do that. I, well, this is all the stuff that's on my list, and maybe this can give you an idea of what you can do on your own list. Um, I mean, there's so many other things that I can clean up and fix up and really get in order. And once all this is cleaned up, I know we will be ready for the next season. Another thing, our key box. Oh my God, our key box is a disaster. I can't believe we actually haven't lost any keys. I hope my boss isn't listening to this, but no, it's actually cleaned up now. We brought on another team member, thank God, because literally for years we haven't been able to do the cleanup. The, and the organizing. Um, so whenever we go into season, it feels crazier than it should be because nothing's in its place. So our new team member, she went and cleaned up the entire key box and she updated our files so we can find them easily. So I'm not, have you ever like lost a key and you're freaking out because you don't know what you did with the key or you didn't mark down the number right in your files? Yeah, that stress right there will ruin a day. So anyway, she cleaned all that up and I'm so excited. So This one area to be productive that you can do during your slow season season is cleaning up your files, your system, your procedures. Um, Just clean it all up. And I promise you, it's going to take a lot of that stress away. Even though this podcast is about maximizing the productivity during your slow season in real estate, we're going to get personal. And if you've listened to my podcast or follow me on Instagram, you know I talk a lot about that in real estate, our business and our life are not separate. They are very much intertwined. They support each other. So just like if you are 
cleaning up your business in real estate, it's also important that you take the time to clean up and organize your personal life and get that in order from your physical space, which means do that deep clean. Spring cleaning can come anytime. It doesn't have to be in the spring. For me, spring doesn't work because holy moly, was this spring insane for us. There was no deep cleaning happening there. I barely got any sleep during that time. So spring cleaning might just happen in the middle of summer and that's okay. And also, you know, something for me, I want to actually sit down with my husband and go through our finances and organize it. We have this filing system, filing cabinet, I'll say, that needs to be updated. We need to clean it up. We need to go through and purge. I know I talked about purging before and really get our finances organized. That's something that weighs over me um, when that's not organized, when I can't find things, when it's tax time. Um, So if I get that organized now and when that tax time comes, I will be so less stressed. And your personal life, what happens in your personal life will bleed into your business life. It will impact how you show up. It will impact how creative you think and how you problem solve because stress, no matter how you get it, it's really hard to separate, especially in our business. It's really hard to separate when you have stress at home and just kind of leaving it at the door and then walking through your office door because you know at half the time our office door is our home door. So... Yeah, they all work together. So clean up your personal life. Get that in order. And also, going back on kind of the beginning, embrace the calm. Clean up your mind space. Take the time to just untangle your mind, which just means meditate daily. Take time to journal and get all your thoughts out there and just to clear it up. Because when you go back into that season with a clear mind, I promise you will be more productive and you'll probably just make way more money. During this slow season, one of the best things you can do is update your branding. And this doesn't mean that you have to change your branding, get a new logo, but really take a look at everything. I know for our team, we have had branding projects that always just fall to the back, right? It's, I'll do it when I have time. But I never make a plan to do it when I have time, and actually we've never had time for years um, because we've kind of always been down a man. And I'm feeling like possibly this slower season, I'm doing air quotes that you can't see, we might have time to do some of these branding activities that we've been wanting to do. So it could be anything from improving your website or creating a new website. For us, I want us to actually create a new website. For you, it might just mean adding a new tab or cleaning it up or just slightly reconfiguring it because you haven't really loved it lately or just leaving it how it is. Like it's, this doesn't mean you have to fix up all your branding. But I'm sure there are areas that you've been wanting to get to that you're like, I'll do it later, I'll do it later. Well, now is later and now is the time to do it. So yes, anything from website to getting new headshots. Like, did your hair color change? Did you cut it off? Are you looking a little bit different these days? Did you add a team member? So for us, we added a team member. So probably during this time, we need to schedule a date for us four to go get a 
whole team member photo shoot happening. And I just think it's really fun to have a new set of photos for the year so you aren't recycling them all over. So go ahead and schedule that lifestyle shoot as well. That's just something really fun to do and it's fun to give back to yourself. Go get your hair done, get your makeup done, go buy a couple new outfits, treat yourself. Remember, we're embracing the calm. We're taking care of ourselves during this time too, so have fun with it. Um, you might want to change up your logo. So I know for us, we have a team name that none of us really love. So we're going to make a small change on that. Some other things that I'm going to update is work on templates for, and this is just what we're doing to give you ideas. Do you have to do this? No, but hopefully it gives you an idea of what you can do. I personally love examples because it helps me make more sense of what I can do in my own life. So here's what we're going to do. Update that logo. Just a smidge. We're just dropping a couple letters in there because we don't love the name of our team. Um, also Canva. I want to come up with four or five templates and make sure that I have our colors. I just went through our Instagram today and I'm very disappointed in myself that I noticed we have three very distinct different blues that clash. They aren't complementing each other. It was like we tried to match them. We, as in me, I failed. Um, but I need to really get clear and build a brand board for our team, which we've never done, and need to be consistent also with our templates. So I'm going to sit down with my team and have them vote on a few templates that they like, whether it's for a new listing, whether it's for a market update, whether it's for a closed property. So we need some consistency so our brand is consistent. We'll just go with that. So yes, take the time, whatever you need to do. And I think that's it that really is what we're going to work on for branding. I might improve our Instagram and Facebook a little bit more, add some links there, but I still need to go through that and audit my branding or our team's branding to see what we need to do to update that. Oh, this one is fun. So complete a needle moving project. So I want to go back to branding where I talked about that. We need to create a website. I know you're like, what? Um, so, well, I'm not going to get into the whole story of it, but yes, our team needs to create a website and we need to create content for this website. This is a humongous freaking project. Every year I'm like, I'm going to build this website. I'm going to build this website, but you know what? I've been really busy selling real estate and because we've been down a team member, we really couldn't take on any more projects, especially a project that big. So yes, complete a needle moving project and you might have a small, a couple small micro ones, but if you find big ones in there, don't overdo yourself. Remember, this is also a time of rest. So pick one, pick two, pick none. You know, whatever works for you and what you need in this slow season. So examples that I put here, like I said before, creating a website or planning out all of your social media graphics for the entire year. Batch write lifestyle articles. So literally just use this time to creative write. That could be a ton of fun is to really have a creative season. And you can just write up tons of articles and these articles will come in so much use when things get crazy busy. I know for me when things are crazy busy and I'm more in work mode, my creativity mode isn't really there. So writing about lifestyle 
just doesn't come to me as naturally. Go live a little. Remember, we're in a time of rest. You should go play. And this will inspire your writing to be that much better. Um, all right, some other ideas I have here. Complete content for upcoming campaigns. So if you do have monthly campaigns, year-long campaigns, you can go ahead and batch all of that together. There was a podcast I was listening to on Pursuing Freedom. You should check her out. She's pretty freaking amazing. And she was interviewing someone who said that she does not suggest doing this. I actually spoke to her over like a Zoom call and I was like, yeah, I listened to your podcast. It was like 365 days of fill in the blank. So the blank is the city that you sell in. And she was like, you know what? It was a one of her best marketing campaigns. But she said it was insanely hard to sustain. Literally, she posted a blog every day for 365 days about her city. Um, whether it was a place to eat, whether it was a new restaurant, whether it was something to do. When you think about it, you're like, oh, this could be fun. Imagine keeping up with 365 days worth of content. But during your slow season, if you wanted to take on some kind of massive campaign like that, you can do it. Feel free to run with that. That will drive so much traffic to your website. So I don't know. Tell me if you do that. I really want to do that. I just don't think I have time with all the other projects we have going on. See, I'm, I'm recognizing what I have time for and what I don't. So listen to yourself. Look at your to-do list. And don't try and go 120 miles per hour. You still need to rest even while being productive. It is really important that you take care of you. I know. I'm going to keep touching on that. All right. Some other things. Batch record how-to videos or any videos. Whatever. I mean, I understand where we are, where I am in the Caribbean. We don't really have seasons. It's almost like Groundhog's Day here. So every day looks the same. So I could go out one weekend and make content pretty much for the entire year and no one would know the difference. Maybe where you are, it snows one season and the leaves change. So I'm sure you can't do it all in one sitting, those lifestyle videos, but there's still a ton that you can do. Do one for each week of the year, how-to videos or answering a question or anything that brings value to your client or customer on the other end. A lot of times I get these how-to video ideas or what to expect type of videos or value-driven videos based on questions I've received from clients and customers. And you only have to get dressed up a couple times. I think my biggest issue for not showing up on video is actually putting on pants and washing my hair. So those are just ideas for needle-moving projects. These are big projects, projects that may take you a couple months to do. So don't overdo yourself, but really these needle-moving projects, this is what's going to set you apart when the season comes. Finally, we are getting to the last two and I might just mesh them together. Education. This is the perfect time for you to just get fully updated to educate the heck out of yourself. Whether it has to do with real estate, I encourage Definitely reading up on the real estate market, learning a new skill in real estate, which we're going to get to that. That's what the last one is, is learning a new skill. Um, 
listening to podcasts about real estate like this one, reading books, trying something new, getting a certificate. There's our education committee for our board is amazing and they've given us so many opportunities to get certificates this year, but it's been too busy. Like literally, like I can't take two full days off because I was showing property every single day or meeting with a client that I just couldn't. I was so excited for some some certificate program that they put together and I had to miss it and I'm so sad about that. Um, so check with NAR. NAR is constantly putting out training, like almost every day. They should have a calendar where you can just click on it and I think most of it's free. I'm sure there's some opportunities to get a certificate as well, but check that out, NAR. You should know what that is. Um, take a course, take a course even outside of real estate. So there's a couple courses that I do wanna take that are non-real estate-y. I would love to become an Enneagram coach. That one would be a big commitment, so maybe I'll hold off on that. The girls over at Hustle Humbly, which I think I'm going to do in August, I think I saw on their website, they have some sort of like systems, processes, procedures, getting organized um, type of course that they teach. And August is a very slow season for us. So I think I'm going to take advantage of that and take that course. Um, I mean, that does have to do with real estate, but take a course and just, and we're going to go into learn a new skill. So I think it is a great time to learn a new skill that will help you in real estate and almost everything in life is connected, which will somehow help you in real estate, whether it helps with you connecting with clients and customers. So maybe you want to get like a personal trainer's license or your yoga certificate and learn that new skill. And this will connect you with like people, people who you like. So some other skills that I put here that are more based and pointed towards real estate is um, how to use a new social media platform. So something I'm going to do this season is learn how to maximize LinkedIn. I've learned Facebook and I really took a lot of time this past year to learn everything I can about Instagram. Still not even close to being an expert. So you probably don't want to ask me for all of the tips and tricks of Instagram. But... I learned Instagram, now I need to learn LinkedIn. That is where my client is at. I need to learn how to use LinkedIn. And it's, well, we're not gonna get into LinkedIn. When I learn about that, I will be doing a podcast. All right, also, maybe learn photography. And as simple as learning how to use these very fancy iPhones that we have and how you can take beautiful photographs. A lot of people balk at the idea that I use my phone for a lot of professional photography and video, I know. What, you're probably yelling at me right now and are like, I'm never gonna listen to you again. I'm all about being productive and carrying around, I swear it was a 20 pound camera, was such a pain in the butt. I had to, you know, charge my batteries and I mean, that was a pain and keep track of everything and it's just really heavy. And I compared the photos of my iPhone to my big camera, very similar. Actually, I had people look and they couldn't tell the difference. So. I went way down a rabbit hole there. I hope you got something from that. I was just trying to defend my iPhone usage. So whether you're taking lifestyle photos, because oftentimes you're probably not walking around with a big camera and you probably don't want to spend the money to buy photos 
from a local photographer. That will get expensive. You will have a better return on your money and time if maybe you take a little photography course on how to take great photos with your iPhone. What keeps popping up on my Facebook are ads to take a photography course specifically for iPhone, I think 11 plus users. I think that's the 11 plus phone. Um, so yeah, there's courses out there for that. And if you don't want to pay for the course, I bet you, you could find any YouTube video that gives you tips and tricks on how to take good photos. So learn that skill, learn how to do good video and not just to be the person taking the video, get good at being in front of the camera. And maybe that just means sitting down every day and recording yourself and you will get better at it and it will get more natural. You don't have to put all of those up on social media or in newsletters or anything, but just take the time to get comfortable in front of the camera and learn how to be in front of the camera. Um, other things I put on here, like Insta Reels. That's what I need to do. I've done two Reels, and for some reason, they intimidate the heck out of me. Speaking, if you have a Toastmasters, join that Toastmasters and get better at speaking, and maybe you can use this as a part of your marketing later on. Copywriting. We write a lot. And if you aren't going to outsource your copywriting, whether for writing blogs or writing the copy for your listings, take a copywriting course. Get better at writing. I promise you, this skill will be very important in your real estate career. Um, and then how to use a new type of software or technology. So for our team, we have to make the switch from DocuSign to DotLoop because it's free, it's included in our dues, and I think our association is kind of requiring it. So we have to learn how to use this new piece of software. Our brokerage has given us so many darn tools, especially marketing tools, to grow our business. So like listings to leads is something we use to, it's more like a landing page that captures leads, like physical emails. Um, and I would like to take a little bit of time, which might take a couple hours, to watch YouTube videos and test it out and read up on it and ask questions and watch their tutorials to figure out how I can maximize this software that we have or this, this website that we're using. So learn a couple new tricks and get good at it. So when the time comes, you aren't learning it in the middle of season. Learn it now. Try and foresee the future of what you're going to need and learn how to use it now. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast and I hope at some point that slow season comes for you and take it however you want. Embrace the calm, wholeheartedly if you want to, or take the time to implement some of these ideas so you can be productive and do things that will really set you up for success when that crazy season comes again. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I would love to have you there. I love following other realtors. You give me inspiration, so I look forward to being inspired. You can follow me at branding you underscore real estate. Also, shoot me a private message. Let's collaborate. Let's brainstorm. And also, if you have an idea like, hey, I really want to know about X, Y, and Z when it comes to marketing, branding, business, mindset, whatever, you name it, I will work on a podcast for that or a post. I also try and fill my entire feed with 
things that actually will help you. So just feel free to go through there and see what sticks out to you for what you need at that time. Save that, come back to it when you need it or put it to action right away. Uh, Another humongous, humongous favor. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I would so greatly appreciate you leaving me a review. It lights me up. It helps others find me as well. And you know what? It just really lights me up. And I, I so appreciate that. And I know on days when I'm down, when I'm like, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. What am I doing? It really pumps me up. Someone um, sent me a private message on Instagram. I think it was like yesterday. Like literally I was at like my wits end. I was like, I have no energy to do a podcast. I'm exhausted. I just want to, I want to have my, my calm and reset, right? But her message really got me going again and you guys get me going and I know I have so much love and support out there. So if you are listening to this, thank you for being here. Uh, I think that that's all for now. I hope to hear from you and a happy branding and happy resetting and happy, what are we calling this? Being productive during your slow season. All right, now that's it.